0: You are now tuned into FNL Radio. Get back the
1: noise! Get back the noise! Yeah!
0: Run for cover, motherfucker! No, sir. <laughs>
1: With Monique, time to laugh
0: your ass off you are now t- come pump it up oh,
2: gotta throw back on that people
0: come pump it
1: up we gonna do it gonna-
2: ooh shout out to Joe Budden and Jersey, everybody
0: <laughs> Jada so when I was um you know write my notes out and everything for this show he was like who is Joe Button? I was like you wouldn't know nothing about oh, it oh I was my like goodness. pump pump it up and he was like oh I thought you misspelled Biden
1: okay
0: <laughs> he was like oh, Bobby I thought you was college educated he was like you you clearly misspelled Biden I said that is not Joe Biden that is Joe Button. <laughs>
2: We're going to be
0: talking and about was Joseph. Like, you know, it's like, ain't your little ass supposed to be to punish me anyway. You're not supposed to be. Nowhere near my damn iPad. You're not supposed to be looking at none of this. Social media or none of this. Because your ass ain't got in trouble. Get away from me. I yeah. thought you was a college graduate.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, little Miles Mitchell. But um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking about Joseph Budden a little later um, on the show, everybody. But yeah, you got to remember too that Joe Budden, so when that first album, I actually had that album. I bought it when it came out, too. That's how dedicated I was to the whole tri-state area at that time. So I did support Joe Budden. I actually still had a physical CD. Um, So if y'all know me, I still have physical CDs on deck at my little CD collection, which is about 400 CDs. And Joe Budden is in that um, mix, because I think that was his only album, to be honest. But, no, he has some other albums, but that was his only one that we know of. Um, That really
0: took off like that.
2: yeah. So, I do have the Joe Budden CD, but people got remember, don't really remember him being a rapper, per se, because when he started resurfacing again, he was on Love & Hip Hop, then he started the podcast, and then doing State of um, um, the Culture, and he was on, what was the other show, Academics, that he... We're gonna talk about his um, past yeah, history which too, which
0: is um, why this whole thing is tra- has transpired. Anyway, right, with um, due to his work and collaboration with academics. So, yes,
2: yeah, so we definitely going to touch on uh, emphasis on touch, but we're talk about joke button uh, a little later on the show. But I hope you all had a great week, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in into last week's show, and I'm, I'm skipping over everything. It's your boy Doc, and got more Nico on the other end as well. <laughs>
0: Hey, all my loves. How's everybody doing
2: out there tonight? Yes, people. It's real nice and hot outside, and people going maskless. I'm just afraid of what's going to happen next because of the fact that, again, y'all out here lining your asses off, saying that you vaccinated, and you really not. And We talked about this last week, about how the stores are supposed to be doing this whole honor system um, with the vaccinations, or if you're vaccinated, you can go maskless in the stores and whatnot. But y'all lying your asses off. I really don't trust y'all like that. I'm still wearing my mask on deck at all times, and I am just know some Trump people because mostly white people I see. No offense to our. our- our um cauliflower color individuals who listen to the show are vanilla ice cream cones, but um we do got to, we got to say what it is, you know, we got to talk about what it is. So
0: well, and and I can't agree with that whole situation because on yesterday, um when I got off work, I ran into Chipotle to get some dinner, um you know for my family, and um I'm in the line, and I have been in line. Of course, I have my mask on. And surprisingly enough, this Chipotle stays packed, but a lot of people, you know, due to COVID, mm-hmm. they have been doing the online orders anyway. So when I got there, there were a bunch of cars, but you could kind of see people, you know how Chipotle is, you can see straight into the building. Mm-hmm. So um, there were a lot of people in there, but they were actually getting um online orders and just kind of walking right back out. So it was a lady <laughs> Um, little old lady. That lady was every bit about seventy five. Walking there, white lady, no mask on. So the person behind the counter greeted her. Oh, I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad I can live now. I can breathe. Of course. And I can be out here. Um, since they lifted everything, I can be out here. So I'm looking at her like, "Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to give me six feet, and mm-hmm. hey, you don't have a mask on, ma'am. You are the main one that, right. have, that need to have a mask <laughs> on. Cause you is almost eighty years old. This virus is taking taking y'all out and grows. <laughs> so, um, the elderly population, ma'am, why are you out <clears> here <throat> with no mask on at the Chipotle? Talk about you! So glad to just be out and living your best life, right? And I didn't hear nobody ask her for her vaccination card. They didn't ask her nothing about no vaccination, no nothing. They asked her about Johnson and Johnson Pfizer Moderna, no nothing. So I was like, Yeah, hurry up, sir. Get Mm -hmm. my water going on this last. I can get the entire fuck up out of here. I had this shit one time. (laughs) Do not intend to get it again if I can help it.
2: Exactly. And so people, again, if you're out there listening. Uh, cause y'all are and thank y'all again for listening uh, especially to last week's episode which was nice and crazy as usual so thank you again Um, but well, I'm
0: kind of like roaring and Mal I ain't seen no okay, numbers so I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like roaring and all. I ain't seen no numbers you know I really can't relate I cannot wait to talk about the story but I don't really know if people listen or what really went on I was easy on you last week I tread lightly I was easy like Sunday morning but you know I'm going all in this Saturday, oh. I ain't seen no numbers, uh-huh. I ain't seen no books. <laughs> I don't know who listened, I don't know, you know, who didn't listen. Okay,
2: <laughs> not call me Joe Budden or Ellen DeGeneres. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, just like Rory and Ma, I thought we were friends, but I'm gonna have to question your character, because uh, again, your loyalty and your friendship, because again, I don't know, number how you got this house. All I know uh, is all of a sudden. You in the house, uh, but we'll talk about it later when we get on Joseph Button. Oh, okay,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: almost choked on my uh Cali red wine. Um,
0: uh, yeah, you, I'm drinking some blueberry, stella rosa, and um, you know, you laugh just like both Joe Button thought it was funny. I guess birds of a feather flock together. <laughs>
2: It's coming from the tri state area from Jersey and, and Pennsylvania is right next door. All right. But, um, <laughs> and you who again, people, um, please wear your mask. Um, and of course, and here in VA, it was really hot today. And it's going to be hot for the next few days, too, for that fact. So it was, I think, up to 90 today. I think it's be up to 90 tomorrow as well. So, yeah. of course, people are going to be out at the beach. And this was the whole midst last year, like when it got hot, you know, people gonna drove, you know, me and droves to the beach. So everyone, if you can help it, um you go to like a nice little sectioned off beach, you know, ocean view may be dirty as fuck. But they got nice little sections. Um, Road Beach, you're going to get robbed, but you can still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I told Jaden today, I said, see, had you not been on punishment, we would have been down to the beach. I would have broke out my my Black Lives Matter baby suit. So he was like, yo, please, leave that right in the drawer where it's supposed to be. And I was like, we could have been at the beach. <laughs>
2: not the black lives matter bathing suit okay
0: yes i did <laughs> i got it last year i never got to wear it because miss rona came through dripping so i never got to wear it so um you know
2: well hopefully and by the time your birthday rolls around maybe everything will be kind of cool you can show off your bathing suit for black lives matter on um, cause be a portion steward for the cause if you will and um yeah. <laughs>
0: And I just bought some um, weight loss patches. I'm <laughs> waiting for them to come on any day now. So actually, i can, uh, get it right. You know, I was I was doing Urban Life during the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I was actually doing it faithfully. But then um uh, they had a change in ownership, and the new lady I love you to death, Melissa, but your motherfucking prices was sky high. You know, whereas I was used to paying six dollars a day. You took it all the way up to ten dollars a day. I understand that I was getting a real banana added into my shake, <laughs> but you still can't explain to me what happened from <laughs> six to ten. So, therefore, <laughs> I was forced to have to go to Herbalife, and I was having to. Four, I was forced to make my own, you know, concoctions and smoothies myself. So I'm just waiting in the day for these. Um, <laughs> these things, weight loss passes to come all through and we gonna see what's gonna
2: happen by my birthday okay <laughs> yes people um this, that's a good point too that you made because i was just talking about that with my mom tonight because we used to like every Sunday we used to walk and everything but because of my schedule now on Sundays i work and i just don't be like look i just don't have time to do nothing for real so one thing that we used to do is um do make make drinks and stuff so i want to start making my drinks again my green juices Cause i haven't done that in a long time and i felt like i was on a good roll up until even with the coronavirus um last year and being at home working and stuff i was actually doing good because i had nowhere to go so i could do my juices at home you know with them juices run through you you go you're already home so you ain't got shit uh, literally shit but you know <laughs> you don't um, you know you don't got nowhere to go so you can just do what you gotta do at home
0: and yeah, and I have been, you know, like I said, since I stopped going to Herbalife. And initially, I was actually trying to at least go maybe like twice a week just to go ahead and continue to support, like I said, when they got that change in in ownership. But um, then I had to start um, getting to work a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. you know, after I switched, you know, and, and became the assistant administrator. I had to kind of start coming to work a little earlier. I had a lot of meetings in the morning, so I couldn't go. So again, I've just been making my own um, green smoothie. So I do uh, some spinach kale strawberry banana and pineapple and it does you know make me go on a regular basis mm-hmm. um i can't say that but i think and i've been taking some goalies as well but i can't say i need a little extra something a little extra mm, somewhere mm-hmm. so we're gonna see what these patches giving <laughs>
2: yes and one thing that worked real good too because like i said i was on a good roll up until thanksgiving and then i fell off the wagon uh, and then because at that time i was um legally getting my house with no um fnl side funds or anything of that nature okay but about
0: that. can I see the accountant? okay <laughs> same
2: thing Joe button did with Leah <laughs> <laughs> And you who um
0: but yeah so and but, uh... <laughs> <this> one...
2: <laughs> but um with my juices I, I was doing the sea Moss as well because the sea Moss is really good for you all so do the sea gel. And then another thing I was doing as well is, so Badia, or it's Badia, one of the pronounced that way, but if you go to Food Line in particular, I know they always had that Food Line or Harris Teeter. It's in the Mexican food section, or international section. And it's the Mexican spice and Spanish spices. And it's um, this natural tea, this natural herbal tea that they have, because they have like a few different teas, but the natural herbal tea or natural slimming tea, is one where it definitely makes you go on a regular and then loses all the water weight and stuff like that. And it works really good. It's a good tea. You only take it uh, a tea bag once a day. And that's a really good one, too, people. So you're trying to lose a little weight real quick, you know, a good way, and not crash dining out here and going to pass on the street or doing a Martin Lawrence <laughs> running down Sunset Boulevard with a black bag over your body, waving a gun in the air.
1: You can- <laughs>
0: I, you know, I may have to try that. And then another another thing that I was and I was putting CMOS in my smoothies as well, but I really couldn't tell a, a big difference with that. And I will say, um, the other thing is, you know, now with my new position, my administrator, she um eats lunch on a regular basis and she does not like to eat alone. And so, you know, and she almost like peer pressures you into eating. Um, and so We eat a lot of pizza Just a lot of shit that, you know I know I have no business eating mm-hmm. I ate yesterday, and I really can't Blame this on her, because she wasn't even there But I ate a piece <laughs> of fried fish Two pieces of white bread And mm-hmm. some potato wedges, and when I tell you this Um, this this fish was as big as my whole body <laughs> Then I, then y'all heard me say I had your phone like for dinner Yes So, you know, I I was doing the most So, again, um I'm gonna to try to get back on track. So tomorrow when I go to the grocery store, what I'm gonna to try to do, I'm gonna get some um some of those diamond uh almonds. What is it? Um
2: the almond milk.
0: No, diamond, I can't I think I can't remember what the the uh, brand is just called diamond or blue diamond. It might be blue diamond or my or is that a um dog food? Yeah, a dog food, blue. yeah. I was about to say that. <laughs> well anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay um baby girl what's our uh, girl name from a good time miss <laughs> <Ms>. gertrude
0: yes
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: anyway <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the almonds, the brand name got diabetes. So anyway, I gonna get the smokehouse almonds and, um, I'm going to get some carrots. I used to do carrots as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get some carrots and some almonds. And so I'm going to start just packing those for my lunch. So when I do, um, kind of get hungry, cause I do, I have my shake every single morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I was still, you know, kind of eat something during lunch because my administrator was peer pressing me into eating. <laughs> so um, I think I got a trick and a treat for that ass. Because okay. when I come in, I'm going to have my blue diamond. I think it's called blue diamond. You know, I'm going to have my orange <laughs> and my carrots and uh, my water. And that's what I'm going to do. And like I said, once these patches come on in the mail, I'm going to see what they do for me. So, But I'm going to still stay on my goal list. Like I said, I I did add the CMOS in my um, smoothies when I initially, because actually when I was going to Herbalife, I asked my Herbalife consultant, and I was like, well, do you think you could just add a couple, um, you know, about a... Uh, tablespoon or two into my herbal life shakes. So and she was like, Oh no, mommy, we can't do nothing like that here. Oh. So I was <laughs> like, well, okay. So on the weekends I would make my own smoothie and then I would add the um Seamar sand And then when I stopped kind of going to Herbalife altogether, I started adding my CMOS in the smoothies. And it just, I didn't really see a big difference. Then I started using it on my face as a mask because I saw Monique do that, the comedian, Mm. and it broke me all the way out. So Mm. I had to leave CMOS alone altogether.
2: Yes, but see, y'all getting some tips, people. Y'all getting some little health lifestyle tips that's not going to cost you a whole lot either so if you're trying to get on your weight loss journey as well this summer because again people i'm 31 now and i know how my family look and i'm not trying to be that down that road y'all know i'm a former fat kid i'm trying to keep it lightened and you know not be on that side of the world again and shout out to everyone on team chunk but i just can't be a part of it no more so I'm going to make sure that I'm doing my... I actually went to the store tonight. And I got some spinach. I got some broccoli. I'm going to start cooking clean again because I think what fucked me up too was when I moved into my house legally and um, mm-hmm. and I um. And was, see,
0: you don't want to keep saying legally. I haven't said that <laughs> one word.
2: You know, I got to say that for legal purposes.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, so who you really trying to convince me was legally? <laughs>
2: And you who uh, are <laughs> so, when I was moving into the house to Scott Manor, as I call it, my house Scott Manor. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, I was eating out a lot because I had, you know, you had unpacked dishes, been going, you know, between two places from my apartment to my house. So I was pretty much eating a lot of fast food. And Wendy's was my best friend. And you know, it's really bad because, you know, Wendy's had the app, and on the Wendy's app, you gain points. On the Wendy's app, as of today, let me go to my Wendy's app because this is how bad it is. On my Wendy's app, people, for my Wendy's rewards, I have, let me pull up my points here. I have
0: 1,000.
2: Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> I have 1,000, no, yeah, 1,161 points. So, I can get. That's a, good, a lot of points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of 4 for 4s that adds up. And, you know, what Wendy's apps do this way, they fuck you up, too. So, you, when you can order something from the app, you also can get a free, bake. Um, I think it's bacon pub fries or something. So, I add that to my four-for-four meal. So, that's four-for-four four plus a... Uh,
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So, right now, people, I can get a Baconator for 700 points. I can get a Fresh Made salad for 700 points. So, I have enough points to last me if I want to get a little something-something. But, boy, the story is, people, I need to lay off of Wendy's because I've been getting all my money. And I am, um, yeah. I need to and
0: I break. and I will say I have been drinking more and more and more. And more. <laughs> um, I actually had to go into work, um, this morning when they called at ten thirty. I was actually drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and then I came and then I did what I needed to do at work. I had to go in and submit a report, um, to the state because something went on. <laughs> so, um. When I got home, I was, you know, upset about the fact that I had to go in <laughs> to work. So I continued to drink once <laughs> when I got home. So I will say I have been drinking way more than than I normally would. I think Thursday I went to three different bars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's another thing for me as well. So I'm going to I have a like a birthday party to go to a birthday dinner to go to tomorrow, actually out in Gloucester. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to drink there. And then that's going to kind of be my last um, drink until my birthday. At least I'm going to try very hard until my birthday, until I turn the big four one. So we shall see.
2: Yes, we, we shall see. Um, Because also, this wet bar in my house um, with the wine situation doesn't help at all. But I am drinking right now, during the show, a little Cali Red from 19 Crimes with Snoop Dogg on it. And it's actually really smooth. I don't do a lot of red wines because it gives me heartburn like hell. And I know I'm going to pay for it a little later.
0: And you are but, because I but... had that. <laughs> and I ended up having to pour it down the toilet because... <laughs> I thought I was gonna end up in the emergency room. I cannot drink that. I had some of that a couple maybe about two months ago. My co-worker gave me a bottle and I was and I felt really horrible, but I had to put that shit out because I drank a little bit. I and my chest burned so bad. I have I put, I put some water in it. And I was like, okay, you know you know, like this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. So, I just wouldn't have them it out. But you are going to pay for it later. Yeah, I, I can't do red. Um, I am drinking some Stella Rosa, some blueberry Stella Rosa. Um, but, yeah, that 19 crimes, <laughs> I can't do that.
2: Mm-mm. And I'm also going to try. So, I also bought this um, mimosa from Aldi. From? So, Aldi had this mimosa brand now um, with orange juice. And I think the alcohol content is 8%.
0: Is that in a, um, like a yellow yeah oranges? I saw that today when, see, here, here we go. I just stayed there <laughs> after tomorrow I was done, but I did see that. I went to poker, actually, um, I went and got a pedicure, Uh, after, kind of, I came home, like I said, had a little something to drink, I relaxed for a while, and then I went back, I and went and got a pedi. So... I was like, hmm. I feel like some crab legs because I went <laughs> to Chick Fil A for lunch. Um, I got some. I went to Chick Fil A, got some lunch, and they messed up my order. I ordered, um, you know, my husband wanted, you know, a number one. Jaden wanted a twelve piece, and I had got an eight count, or he wanted a twelve count. I got an eight count grill nugget, or at least that's what I thought I was getting, <clears throat> and um, they gave me a five count kids meal.
1: Mm-mm.
0: so a bitch was still hungry right so I was like okay I'm. you know what I'm gonna do after I get this pedicure I'm just gonna go ahead maybe I'll just go to Kroger and get them to see me up a couple you know crab legs and some shrimp and you know that way it won't be you know I won't be eating a whole whole lot of anything heavy mm-hmm. so of course I get there And the people behind the seafood counter, they are rude as hell. I don't know whether they're not happy with their life (laughs) or whatever the case may be. I didn't tell you to go work a a (laughs) store behind the seafood counter. So when I walked in, it was nobody at the counter, which was bizarre, especially because when I got up to the counter, I saw that they had lobster tails for $6.99. So normally when they have a sale like that, the, the line at the seafood counter is literally out by the deli. So then I noticed, like, the whole, like, floor back there was, like, fuzzy, Like, they were, you know, cleaning up as if they were closing. So I was like, are you all closed? No, we not closed.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I was like, okay. I said, well, looks like you guys are cleaning up back here, like you're shutting everything down. So I said, well... Um, are you all able to steam if I order some crab legs and some shrimp, are you all able to steam it? And he said no. So I was like, well, that's okay. Because that was the last thing I wanted to do was go home and be cooking. You know, yeah. so then I kind of um they do this every now and then. Well, they did it more when they actually would steam. But, you know, sometimes they would steam crab legs and then package them up mm-hmm. and put them in the case. And so they I didn't see any of those and so to my surprise they actually had a Kroger brand low country shrimp bowl and so I actually started to get it I contemplated getting it it was like 11.99 I contemplated and I contemplated but I was like okay and it was a microwavable so it was like caramelized onions uh sausage dewy sausage red skin potato and shrimp and then it was like um it was corn, but it was like not corn on the cob. But you know, how, like you go to Chipotle and you get the um, the corn. Mm-hmm. It was corn. It was corn like that. It was loose corn, I should say. So, um, but it was microwavable. So I was like, you know what? I picked it up and then I was like, no, then I picked it back up and I was like, you know what? And I read the directions and it was like, you know, you cook it for like eight and a half to nine minutes mm-hmm. in the microwave. And then I put it back down then I picked it up again. I was like, you know what? I have never had no, um, no shrimp or crab or in and no <laughs> microwave. I'm not going to start
1: now.
0: <laughs> I might as well go ahead and put it back. But, um, we had, like, 10 grams of protein. I was like, that would be perfect. And I should get real full, you know, and I mm-hmm. want anything for the night. But I just went ahead and put it down. So then I went on to the Chinese. <laughs>
1: sure.
0: And got something to eat, so. And then I was like, you know what? You're going to this birthday party tomorrow, which is at a seafood restaurant. So I was like, you know what? Just, just let well enough alone.
2: hmm <clears throat> Okay, okay. So everyone definitely um definitely make sure you're doing good out here in these streets people take care of your health take care of your um just being treating yourself good everybody make sure you're good so that's all that's important because again people out here lying about their mask they love other stuff they're a lot about the mask and the vaccination too so make sure you're good everybody but um one thing we want to talk about too people we um actually because we haven't done the show in a minute we didn't mention this but we do have to um give a recipe shout out of course to dms who passed away last month um only at 50 years old and again it was a shocker but you know because with dms he's like that uncle or that cousin that we've all grew up with in the music and we're just wondering okay we know he's going through some demons here but it looked like he's on the other side of it and unfortunately you know things didn't work out how it was supposed to he got called home, but he does have a new album that is coming out on this um Friday, coming up on the 28th. So it's out new albums called Exodus, it's coming out. And it's um, I think it was produced by Swiss It's gonna have guest appearances from Nas, Jay-Z, and a few other people on there as well. So I'm interested to hear it because this is his last album that he was working on before his um Tommy death. So if you look interested in uh hearing new DMS music that will be out this Friday coming up, people's called Exodus. So make sure you check it out if you want to. And um speaking of yeah. passing of white people, Paul Mooney, so one of the um very Comedy controversial comments, yes, mm-hmm. um, who didn't like white people. <laughs> he will let you know that in a heartbeat. But he, you know, we know him, again, if you grew up watching, you know, real comedy and not Tiffany Haddish type of comedy, then you would know yeah. who uh, Paul Mooney Paul is. Paul Mooney is. Yes. And he's
0: actually <laughs> best known for his work with Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. And, like, and we all know, you know, <laughs> the story of Richard Pryor. Yes. But what I will say, what I love, 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 loved about uh, Paul Mooney was he was an actual what what set him apart was when he actually did his comedy Mm -hmm. he would just basically sit on a sit on a uh, stool Mm -hmm. and it was almost like he was telling the story right and he was talking you know directly to the audience but it was like he was having an open candid conversation with the audience Mm -hmm. and he actually did like a lot of actual (laughs) jokes jokes Almost like riddles, if you right. will. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's definitely a, a comedy legend, one of the greatest. Um. Very controversial. Yes. But um. Definitely, he was he was an outstanding comedian. And like Reggie said, he died, um, at the age of seventy nine, and it was actually from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, EMS was called to his home. He died in his home. Um. They tried to revive revive him to no avail, but you know, it just did not. You know, happened like you said, the way we thought it was gonna end, and so mm-hmm. again he did pass away. So we do want to say, you know, rest in paradise to uh, comedy legend, comedy great, uh, Paul Mooney, and you know those of you guys who know the words of prayer, just family uplifted in prayer.
2: Yes, yes, definitely. And uh, Paul Mooney, of course, he was best known for playing Sam Cook in the nineteen seventy eight film The Buddy Holly Story. We know him from Junebug and Bamboozled. And But what people don't really realize, too, so if y'all look at Chappelle's show, you know, look at the reruns. For those who watched the uh, Chappelle show when it first was coming on, we always saw him in the skits here and there and stuff like that. But what people don't really realize, too, is that he was actually a writer on TV shows as well. So he wrote two episodes of Sam for the Sun back in the day. He was also one of the writers on Good Times. He was one of the writers um, with his close friend of course, like i we mentioned, the Richard Pryor show, um, which only ran for a season, but he was up there um he's actually was one of the um inspirations for creating the character homie the clown on living color you know damon wayne's homie don't play that y'all know homie, well y'all young kids probably don't know but for us a, a generation yeah. y'all yeah. know homie the clown from living color uh, of course on the chappelle show he was on the ask a black dude sketch and he was one of the writers on there too Um uh, negro domins is one of his characters as well um he also helped richard pryor um write his um when he was on Saturday Night Live hosting, he helped with that, Um, with some of the skits on there, writing with those skits as well. And, of course, Real Husbands of Hollywood, too, which people didn't really know that, but he wrote on that um, reality show, too, which was on BET. Remember the fake reality show with the husbands with Kevin Hart and Nelly and everybody else? He was one of the writers on there, too, so... That's a little history for you all who want to you know know about Paul Mooney where again he was more than just a comic but he actually was writing he was inspiration a lot of the, uh characters we didn't even know about they was you know inspired uh that he inspired so yeah, so,
0: yeah so we know heaven is 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 having a ball and it's laughing with you know our comedy our comedy legends such as Paul Mooney mm-hmm. uh Robin Harris <laughs> yes. Tommy Ford Bernie Mag uh, Red Fox Mm -hmm. so Richard Pryor how could we ever forget you know so heaven is having a ball up there and so now you know Paul Mooney has joined them but you know again like we said before rest in paradise Paul Mooney again a comedy legend
2: yes yes absolutely now moving on to Mr. Joseph Button, everybody so Joe Button has been he's been problematic for some years
0: but he's definitely been all over the media this week.
2: Yeah, and he the way he's taking it now, you saw Monique mention how you know, I was laughing at some of the accusations he has against me.
0: <laughs> yeah, not but, accusations.
2: but that's how he pretty much it's, is laughing everything off, which is a little concerning. And it's scary in a way because he thinks he's invincible, but Joe Budden has been in the headlines for other stuff back in the day, including... Uh, allegedly, because we got to say allegedly, allegedly um, physical um, danger towards women and former girlfriends and whatnot. And now and some more allegations that are coming to light too, but first we want to talk about what about your friends. So, if you listen to the Joe, Joe Budden podcast, I was one of the people who listened to it when it first came on, and then he had um Rory Mall up there. And I feel like, honestly, Joe Budden, he's cool, whatever, but Rory Maul kind of brought something to the show where Joe Budden was always just loud for no reason and just always just extra. And Rory Maul was kind of like that calmness, but also giving you the real. And they held their own against Joe Budden because he's a big personality and he has that entitlement type of spirit. If you just look from, you know, looking at the stories and looking at the show in general, like it's broadcast to you in front of your face. So,
0: well, it was definitely, um, you know, evident that his numbers did go up when Rory and Maul, um, you know, became his co host
1: mm-hmm.
2: So, and so, um, it was a lot of work going around as of late about how Rory and Maul was kind of unhappy at behind the scenes. And it, I actually started with the episode when, um, Rory and Joe Biden had disagreement. And pretty much, Rory was like, you know, I'm out. I'm, you know, take this break, whatever. So while that was going on, and Maul left, Joe hired some two new people. I don't know they even though the names, I don't care to know their names because like when you have some new people, you don't really care to know who they are because like, who the fuck are you? We want Rory and Ma. Who who are these two people? And so, anywho, in episode 437 of the podcast. um that's when he started like loudly berating them uh, saying y'all will not continue to treat me this way. Y'all not going to continue to treat these people this way. Y'all take the fucking dark energy that arrogance and entitlement somewhere else. If I say all of that to say, I say about to say we're going to do this since where he feels like he has so many options. So somehow he feels uh, he's still running the show. He still feels like he has choices and opinion- and options. He feels like he's entitled to more wherever you are in breach of your contract. And from this point forward, you are fired and you're not welcome back. Maul, I'm the person that has to say that to gall of you. the gall of you to think that you are deserving the way that I am. So he said on social media as well. And they said hell of a run in one of his posts on May 12th saying God bless. And so pretty much. Um, there were some elements of an episode that actually was supposed to come out and I think it leaked and he said you niggas uh, ain't brought shit and Darren, um, Rory Maldon did their own show he said you niggas can't audit you can't sue, you're going to lose and that he, uh, you have to long overpaid and overprotected yeah,
0: and so I- I saw that he was basically stating that um, whatever this, whatever the contract it is, whatever contract that they signed, it actually prevents them for doing from doing a podcast of any or anything of that nature um, for the next year. And- so it sounds like you know what we would call a, a no compete clause yeah. is, is what they signed but like you just stated recently there had been some tension um between Worry mall and joe and it seems as if it has something to do with money deals contracts accountants lawyers and so forth and so on like you said joe uh went off basically stating that Rory mall didn't bring deals, advertisement and whatnot um, to the table. So basically they were only entitled to uh, the smallest piece of the pie. And since Roy Ma wanted to question his loyalty, just like I had to question yours, um, <laughs> th- their friendship, just like I had to question hers, <laughs> and um, they wanted to question Joe's character. And he wanted to basically say, thank you for your services. Good riddance. goodbye. Um, so I did and I don't know if you watched, but I did watch uh the the podcast or the discussion that Rory and Maul had as it relates to the breakup
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, of the podcast. Now, according to Maul and Rory, and there, this is where I can relate. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I hope that um, you know, you are not laughing about this. I hope that you take everything that I say very seriously because i'm gonna have to get my lawyers involved as well (laughs) but now according to ma and rory uh they had a percentage-based contract and they stated that they were not employees of joe Button. they were actually partners and according to them what was agreed upon in their contract was a certain percentage of what the podcast um does and according to Ma, to ensure that they were getting the contract or the correct percentage they had to see the accounting numbers and that's where the issues came about and even of course joe, joe button said it there were never issues until money was you know an issue or until money came up in in conversations so um You know, per Rory, there were other conversations with Joe as it relates to deals with title, YouTube views, etc. And he stated that Joe flipped the fuck out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and called him insecure, stating that he shouldn't have been talking um, about the podcast to anyone else. And he said then Joe turns around and uh, presents the same deal, the same title deal, a couple weeks later. Now, according to Joe, he had already been talking to the people down at Title, and he had been working something out with him, w- out with them. So that's another reason why he was upset with Rory, stating, you know, you had no business going and speaking to anyone down at Title or anywhere else talking about the podcast. So then, um, you know, he stated or basically Roy and Maul, they both stated by law, and it was also in their contract that they were supposed to be able to review and be given the accounting logs on a quarterly basis. And both of them stated, you know, that they felt like that was more than fair. They weren't even asking to see them on a quarterly basis and they would have been fine with just seeing them once a year. According to them, they had pretty much been asking to see them since 2019. Um, they stated that it wasn't like, you know, this this was an issue that just came about, you know, last week, last month, two months ago, three months ago. This is something that had been going on since 2019. They stated pretty much at the end of 2019, they were, you know, allowed to see a couple line items. Things didn't look correct, they didn't look right, they questioned it, but they kind of just kinda let it be swept under the rug, um, if you will. Um, so, Joe's response to Roy and Maul, um, he basically stated that, you know, he learned that, you know, these two brothers were unhappy, had been unhappy for a long time, and everybody knew about it but him. And so, he stated basically pretty much if that if they were unhappy, then they should pretty much um, go and do what makes them happy, but if he had anything to do with it they won't be doing anything that makes them happy until a year from now. So you guys tell us who's right, who's wrong, who's sad are you guys on? What do you think about this whole thing, Reggie?
2: So like my whole thing, again, I'll get, and I'll go jump and his credit as um, credit is due. So as far as he was one of those rappers who knew his time was up as far as a rapper. Um, Cause again, he has a, he has a notorious attitude problem that's been, you know, prevalent in his career as far as him with Def Jam Records when his first album came out, he had attitudes about that then the rollout and stuff like that. Um, he, he's pretty much every deal he's had, he always had an issue with. Uh, even when he was doing everyday struggles with complex and the academics, he had an issue with that, and he branched out, did his own thing, and that's why we see the Joe Biden podcast flourishing. We see the you know the State of the culture and Revolt, which hasn't been on in a while, too, but everything, Kate Williams, you know, she's busy right now on Real Housewives of New York. Um, Remy's Pap- and Papu is doing their thing. Uh, Jinx, don't know what he's doing right now, but he's probably doing something with a check. So, again, we haven't seen that show in a minute, so I was wondering if was something happened behind the scenes with that because that hasn't been coming on. And, it, 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 again, it's just one of those things where joe always had this entitlement just from outside looking in this entitlement type of situation and type of deal he's in and rory Mall, like i said they pretty much help carry that show because joe Budden, yeah he's a personality and he could you know kind of do it himself but at the same time you wouldn't get that same energy if it wasn't for rory Mall on there like for instance doing this show i can't just do it myself because it's not gonna be as fun to have a conversation that me and monique cut up on here and so in that regard there where you had to start treating them, when they came on the show, they were just like the side pieces, if you will. They were just like, just the accessories just to be there. And then when they person, you know, when their stars start getting bigger and people start really recognizing them for who they are for Rory and and what they bring to the show, I think that kind of and Joe Budden, Case just my start looking at it, kind of made him look like, okay, they they starting to get a little big now. Let me keep them at a lower position than what they really are and then let them feel less than in a sense so when they want to start doing things start looking into the show and start looking into what's going on with the deals and stuff like that it's one of those things where he should have if those are your brothers you should have treated them as such you should have been like okay i'm gonna cut y'all in on this i'm gonna put y'all on this type of deal and we're gonna rock this way because i'm gonna keep if you know if y'all are my brothers if we're all brothers i'll make sure that we all good even if I'm going to get a little bit more, at least y'all are going to get something where it's going to be almost equivalent to what I'm getting at. And Joe Budden didn't do it that way because he's one of those always for myself type of people. If you just look at his energy, you just look at how he's done relationships with other businesses and other brands and stuff like that. So
0: Now it, what I will – oh, go ahead. I oh, no, go ahead. Cut you off. Now what I will say, you know, Joe Budden was also stating that uh, – Sure, like all the insurance was paid, you know, mm-hmm. the insurance that they needed for the show. I'm assuming that's what you're doing as well. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, he stated, you know, the you know, when they toured, he paid all the expenses for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, booking the studio time, he paid the for the studio time, he paid the producers. You know, he paid the DJs. He did all of those different things. He stated that they did not do any of those things. So he felt as if, you know, because he was doing those things and he was pretty much the mastermind behind the whole podcast in the first place, Mm -hmm. you know, his slice of the pie, he stated basically, you know, he definitely go eat different Mm -hmm. from Rory and Mom. So I do get that piece of it. And what he stated now, according to him, as well, he states their contract does not state that they are um, entitled to see the accounting. That's according to him. Now, according to Roy Mall, I just told you all, they stated that it is in their contract, it states that they are, you know, um, by law to be able to see the accounting on a quarterly basis. So, again, you know, it's one saying they're saying this, he's saying that. You know, according to Rory and Mal, it's not it's not their truth; it's the truth. The <clears> podcast <throat> that they did to address the breakup and the breakdown, he states that it's at, they state that it's not, you know, their truth or their narrative of what went on. He they state that it is solely the truth. So you know, again who's right, who's wrong in the situation. You know, we hope that all three of them go on to do bigger and better things. You know, they had something, they had a good thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it was fun while it lasted. You know what saying? I guess all good things must come to an end at some point in time, especially when you feel like you're getting fucked over, dicked over, you're getting Michelle Williams out the deal the okay. way I am here. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this show since Jaden was two years old. He's now 10.
1: Oh and again,
0: I haven't seen any books. I haven't seen any accounting. <laughs> um, I'm always being told the, sh- the show is on a new platform. I ain't <laughs> never seen nothing from the old platforms. I have been begging to see the numbers. Can't never see the numbers. So I get it.
2: <laughs> By the way, people we are on iHeart Radio. So if you Let's want to check
0: new
1: new.
2: But anywho, um yeah. I I just hope um they all get it together though, because again, Joe the Podcast, listening to that show and having all three of them together. It it's that's like their thing so they see them separate and very Mall send saying or they tease they're doing their own venture it may be a podcast who knows because of the deal that they have or allegedly have where they can't step outside of anything for the next year and who knows what it could be they might do a, a patreon of so who knows what it could be but i i just want I, yeah I just I'm
0: yeah, I'm sure that they're not going to keep quiet for no whole year. Right. Now, um, You know, when I was looking at Joe Button's live, you know, people were in the comments and they were asking, do you think that you all can kind of regroup? you know, let some time pass and regroup and come back together, have a conversation, and then maybe kind of go back to the podcast And he stated, you know, in so many words, absolutely not. He feels like, you know, they said what they had to say. He said what he had to say. He stated that, um, you know, basically conversations had been or at least attempted to be had, and there was pretty much no resolve to those attempted conversations. So at this point, it is what it is. And um, you know, they're just gonna let it be what it is, and they're gonna all move on and do their own thing, is what you know Joe Button said. And then later, or I want to say earlier in the week as well, like I say, his name has been all over the media all this week. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Olivia Dope, um, who used to be on the Joe Button Network, she recently came out and addressed, and I'm not sure what prompted this, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever, what you know, why this came out, what prompted what prompted this. But she recently came out and she addressed why she left the show um and the sexual harassment uh that she had to deal with while she worked with Joe on his show. Basically, she stated that Joe Button um crossed several boundaries boundaries with her. Uh she stated uh while they were recording, Joe made a statement saying that they should speak more because he had been wanting to fuck her. So uh, she states that everyone in the room according, um, you know, down to the producers, the other co-hosts, everybody that was actually in the room they pretty much laughed uncomfortably. She also stated uh, that after that he makes another suggestion and statement about them, about having sex with her. Um, She stated that he told her uh, during the same particular uh, episode, he told her, hit a button, bitch. And she stated that he stated that to her because she did not hit a sound effect fast enough. She then went on to say that he, uh, he thought he, during the same episode, and she kind of gives, she breaks it down into different um I guess time stamps, if uh-huh. you will, of uh, the actual episode. And she states that they had to pretty much like edit. You see pauses, you see breaks here and there because of how they had to edit it because it was so, you know, uncomfortable. And it was just not anything that they pretty much could, could air, you know, raw like that. Uh-huh. But she stated, um, you know, he made the statement he thought they were going to be a power couple. He she was up there teasing him, um, with with her being single. Uh, he made a comment, uh, about her. Basically, she had on a blouse, and he made a comment about her not having her blouse buttoned like somebody that was single, whatever whatever that meant. Um, he she stated that you know he created tension between her and the other female co host on the show because he told them that basically she was up there or uh, Olivia Dope was on the show carrying the whole show because she dressed sexy so then she stated that you know one of the girls in particular one of the other co-hosts you know then she kind of found herself kind of going toe -to to toe with her she was they would be on a group chat and then she would take back the group chats back to Joe Button. Or whatever, you know, and was just being shady, being messy, Mm -hmm. because I guess she thought that she was losing uh, his favoritism, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, she stated that was pretty much why she had to go ahead and just leave the show. Then there was actually a clip where he asked her to give him a hug, and mm-hmm. uh, you can see him actually. Um, she's hugging him with reservation, and you can see him, you know, gyrating and and moving his dick all across her lady parts.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know. Uh, child. Joe Button, you've been a mess all this week. Uh The last time we talked about you was on the show was when you had all that shit going on with Sin Santana yes. and the whole child support case and she was saying you don't want to give her nothing. Mm-hmm. She was releasing text messages and audio of her begging you to take care of the, her and the little boy, and they was damn near living in poverty and living in a car and all this other foolishness. Yeah. But, um, so that was the last time I remember us discussing you on um, our show, mm-hmm. but um, it seems like you have been a mess all this week, all in the media. So
2: Exactly, and well, I remember um seeing on social media when she dropped the video, when Olivia, Olivia Dope dropped the video on her social media explaining everything that's going on, and this is why I feel bad for a lot of females who do come out about certain things, because you can have people, even females, too, who will come out and say, well, why are you just saying this now? What's the what's the motive behind this? Why are you just saying this? Is it because when Mar- released their story, you're just saying this now? But what I've learned just with, again, really seeing how people focus with mental health and understanding a lot of people and their moves and stuff like that. You can never tell a person when they're healed enough to actually explain something and express something because of the fact that they actually go through some trauma. And even this may not have been. So the average person may have been like, oh, he just, you know, saying things or he, she just want to hug and blah, blah, blah. You don't know what type of trauma she had behind the scenes that may have triggered to say, OK, this is a little too far, but I can't say enough because this is my boss and because I need a check and this is my job so mm-hmm. you got to remember that part too and then of course she's on the show um of course if y'all know it's called to see the thing is that's the name of the podcast with uh, olivia well she was formerly on there now um as well as bridget kelly and mandy b and i'm trying to figure out was the person who was sending the test may have been bridget kelly because we saw how she was on love hip-hop hollywood that one season or was that hollywood or new york that she was on one of them seasons she was on she was a little shifty a little bit and shout out to bridget kelly i'd like her but she was a little shifty in one of the seasons. I, I can't think remember which was, one it
0: was. I think, I believe that was Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But I and mean, then here's the other thing. She did say that, you know, she also has a daughter. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, one day her daughter will see this. And she <clears> wants <throat> her daughter to know, you know, you should never be afraid to stand up for yourself. You should never have to take that type of harassment and um have to you know have reservations about you know doing things that someone wants you to do you should never have to feel uncomfortable in the in the workplace and she says you know she would have to explain to her daughter why you you know why she sees this man gyrating all across her mm-hmm. heart. you know why are you letting this man you know call you a bitch right you know on an actual live episode of something, you know, and why are you taking this type of abuse and mistreatment and and things like that? So she stated, you know, that was another reason, that was one of the main reasons, and that was was what was most important to her, her daughter seeing that, and then eventually she having to explain to her daughter, you know, why she allowed any of this to take place.
2: Right, exactly. And then she, um, well, Joe Budden released a statement to Rolling Stone exclusively, And in the statement, he says, as a podcaster, it is my job to address topics and create dialogue around them. During the conversation on the See The Thing Is podcast, I didn't handle the topics with the sensitivity they deserved. I recognized my words and power in that situation created an upsetting environment for Olivia. Upon reflection, both the network and I take accountability for this. I apologize sincerely to Olivia, her former co-host, our staff, and the public. In an effort to not further any trauma, the episode will be removed from all platforms. We support all women's rights to feel comfortable and protected in the workplace. We fell short of that in this instance. We support Olivia and her quest to heal applaud her for finding the strength to share her experience and wish her the best in all our all of her future endeavors i am taking the time to listen and learn we have already begun to make the necessary changes to ensure that this is a safe environment for all moving forward we at the network endeavor to continue to elevate black women's voices and create opportunities to have constructive conversations to impact change and that always the thing i'm taking time off to, to listen and learn you should have been learned this behavior when you first had allegations against you years ago joseph but here we are now, and now...
0: Joey?
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're pumping up the wrong tree, son. You cannot keep doing it. Like you on the...
0: <laughs> Not you pump up the wrong tree.
2: <laughs> but you are in this platform now, and you know how we are with, you know, Black people, especially in the media right now, those who we've seen lose it all because of things that they've done. Bill Cosby. Robert Kelly, soon to be this next story we're going to talk about T.I. and Tiny. You, I mean, you have a you have this platform now, so people are going to come out with stuff. And your, I, I get where you're trying to go with your with your statement, but your statement sounded more like it was more of a business thing as opposed to a personal reflection of what you've done. It sounded more like this is coming from a press statement from with the header from Joe Buzz by the network, as opposed to saying a stationary note on a Hallmark piece of paper from joe budden so that's where it kind of may not feel as sincere because the fact that it was a statement that was released and it was a matter of did you actually contact olivia to say hey i apologize for what i've done or, or something like that so again it we shall see what happens moving forward um this was just this week and you know there's going to be more stuff coming out but um people if you have women and we've seen it happen with men too, but if you've been sexually harassed, definitely report it to authorities, report it to your workplace. And if they don't do anything about it, the only place to take you to is social media. But again, it's sad where we're in a world where people don't really believe the victims like that. And now and when that story came out, and then when Joe Budden released his statement, people were like, Oh, she is telling the truth then, or maybe she is telling the truth. It should have had to be that way, but it's unfortunately we're in a society, especially with black people, because black people want to hold on to our people that we have left as, in this entertainment industry because like we see it can be gone in any second after some allegations come out and you're a forgotten hidden figure not even a hidden figure, but just more so a legend, but you're forgotten now because uh,
0: Yeah, I have been.
2: Right.
1: And so, And
0: this young lady did state that you know she contacted her lawyer, mm-hmm. uh you know, she didn't really say where that went after she contacted the lawyer and what that's gonna look like um but you know, Mr. Button, like like you said, get it together, you should have learned your lesson years ago, um but you know, I guess when you also have this uh holier than thou complex and you mm-hmm. think that you're invincible you also think that you can say and do whatever it is that you want to do no mind no matter you know how it makes someone else feel you know and i've just kind of learned in my went 40 almost 41 years on this earth that you know you do have people and you're going to encounter people in this world that have no boundaries and that have no limitations of uh, to what they'll do what they'll say and they seem to think that what they do and what they uh, say, you know, is right and, and it's not. So, and mm-hmm. he's just, he's one of those persons, one of one of those persons. He's one of those people. And we have seen this, you know, Love and Hip Hop. We've seen it on, uh, what is it, Couples Therapy?
1: Yeah. We, mm-hmm.
0: We've seen it there. So, again, and so now I don't know if he was on that shit. That day right. when you was when you was doing all this carrying on and all this, mm-hmm. something tells me that you weren't. this was you actually in your sober mind doing this. But, um again, I, like I said, I think he's just one of those people that that thinks that they're invincible and that, you know, shit doesn't come back. And, you know, we all know when you do fuck shit, fuck shit comes back to bite you and in, in your fuck shit ass. Right. So if I would you, I would slow your roll. I would watch the way I move. I would tread lightly. I would slow walk.
1: <laughs> yes. You
0: know, very, very slowly. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, Mr. Button, get you some help is what I suggest. And just, you know, stop treating women like that. You know, right. calling this woman a bitch and hit the yeah. button bitch and all this other stuff. It was uncalled for, unnecessary. I I don't know what's wrong with you. Like I said, I don't know why you, I don't know if you was on that shit or whether you was, you know, sober when you did this. Like I said, again, something tells me you may have been in your sober mind and you just think, you know, that again, you can do this just because of who you are and your name. And I guess the weight that you think your name carries and holds. Right. So that's all I'm going to say about this situation. We just hope that your ass is not in the media next week.
2: Right, wasn't well, his mama on drugs too? I wonder why she didn't teach him how to t- treat a woman. But okay, hey, no,
0: we're not gonna talk about <laughs> this man's mama.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of mamas who um has some explaining to do, um uh, Ti and Tiny, everybody. So this has been the story that we didn't really touch on because we went on the air at the time we, we were on the hiatus at the point but this story has been pretty much circulating around the industry for like a long ass time to be honest with you but it's just now coming more to it's like r kelly story it was like little hints on the streets about it here and there but now it's really yeah. coming to the surface
0: and this story has been heightened yes to the, it's, it's most highest heighten if that is a word right because um, lapd is involved the, now yes over the last uh month month or a month and a half or so mm-hmm. was well, child this story just has so many it's, it's kind of like that whole Portia story yes. last week it had so many moving parts and so many stories within the story we don't know where to begin but we'll talk about the most recent um just like our original stated the los angeles police department they reportedly are investigating t.i and his wife tiny harris over sexual assault allegations um So let's see, where do we go? So again, the Daily Beast and the New York Times report uh, that the LAPD have an active investigation into the couple after a woman whose identity is being kept anonymous met detectives in April over an an alleged assault in 2005. The Daily Beast reports that the woman alleges she was invited to the club where T.I. and Tiny were where she claims to have a sip of Tiny's drink of Patron. She claims she and other women at the club were invited to the couple's hotel room, where T.I. allegedly penetrated her vagina with his toes Mm. without her consent. And that's some shit. Yes. The woman allegedly told T.I. no before throwing up in the bathroom. She said her last memory was sitting down on the couch before waking up the following morning with her vagina very sore, and sounds like it was on fire, had a burning and itching sensation. <clears throat> this now, this is on fire. Okay. Now, this is this sound like one of the little, little, little trick of manias, honey.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> <I don't
0: know. laughs> another police, or it sound like you need more than a little bit of modesty you do is. Another police <sighs> report. Was filed earlier this month by another individual <laughs> in Las Vegas. The Daily Beast said the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department has since told The Times that this alleged incident, which took place in 2010, fell outside the statute of limitations for the crime and the case was closed as a result. T.I. and Tiny are facing multiple allegations of sexual abuse and coercion. <clears throat> Which they have both denied since the claims first emerged in January. So I take that back. It'll be, it's, it's way over a month and a half. really mm-hmm. was shit. <clears throat> so, this again, they've been talking about this. This this has surfaced, uh, this all surfaced in January. In a statement issued to Pitchfork, T.I. and Tiny's lawyer, Steve Sado, said that the couple have not spoken. To or been contacted by the Los Angeles Police Department, the Las Vegas Police Department, or indeed any member of law enforcement from any other jurisdiction in the country. Sado added, even assuming the story in the Daily Beast is close to accurate, it appears the LAPD accuser has chosen once again to remain anonymous thereby preventing us from being in a position to disprove disprove or refute her allegations or even examine them. Meanwhile, although we now appeal for the first time to have the name of an accuser who supposedly filed a police report with the Las Vegas Police Department, we have absolutely zero details about her or her claims. The unnamed woman is being represented by lawyer Tyrone A. Blackburn, who is representing a total of 11 alleged sexual assault victims of T.I. and Tiny in February. It was reported that Blackburn had contacted multiple state and federal prosecutors. Seeking a criminal investigation against the pair the following month blackburn said that six more people had come forward to him with allegations of sexual assault against ti and tiny if i was a prosecutor i brought charges already he said blackburn is also representing the couple's former friend sabrina peterson
1: Mm-hmm. Who
0: made the first allegations right. of sexual abuse and coercion in January against TI and Tiny? This mm-hmm. all has something to do with my bro, honey, uh major, uh, major mayor Keisha Lane's bottom plan, Like I said, but mm-hmm. now well, I may not never get to see her in the White House. You're right. <laughs> Peterson has shared <laughs> has shared excerpts from conversations uh between herself and more than a dozen women uh, on Instagram which claimed that visitors were required to consume illicit drugs before entering T.I. and Tiny's home. The conversations are also alleged sexual abuse and coercion. T.I. and Tiny empathetically denied Peterson's allegations in a subsequent statement. In February, the payer's lawyer further called the allegations baseless and unjustified.
2: So mm. Reggie, and this has been going on since 2005 to 2018, and again, a lot of the charges and allegations stem from rape, sexual abuse, kidnapping, false imprisonment, intimidation, assault, and harassment. We see the one story, like we mentioned before, where baby girl was in a hotel in 2005. Tionne invited her um, from the Los Angeles club. Um He suggested the three of them freshen up, moving to the bathroom, where to remove the girl's clothes. Then, according to the victim, that's when they proceeded with a uh, series of coerced massages and one and unwanted touching, including Ti sexually assaulting the woman with his foot. Now, I'm trying to figure out what the hell you're doing with your foot, sir? Walking on the dirty ground, putting your toe up her pussy and or her aunt, or her anus, like whatever. A toe should a toe is a toe and should not be going in any type of hole. If you ask me, and step the hole of your sock, but. It's like you know, and then maybe she did get scratched, or get, maybe he had cut his toe- toenails, maybe she got a little cut here and there or something, you know.
0: And the way she described it, tiny dry humped her back,
2: right? Was... And then tiny little teeny <laughs> thing. So I, I kind of believe that too. She's a little midget, so and not no getting not against your height too, Mamoni. But <laughs> okay, yeah, don't get
0: my up right. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what kind of bullshit is this?
2: Right, and then again, this sounds like some Bill Cosby type stuff. Shout out to Beverly Johnson, how they would drug them, put stuff in, they drink that, sp- drink a special drink. Sonny would get them from the bar that they'd specifically drink already, and I. Anyway, I can kind of see where they would be like, okay, I'm getting a drink from Tiny. Okay, I'm going to go back with T.I., so maybe they're going to give me a nice little expensive drink or something like that from the bar, nothing, in the bottom shelf, something, high top shelf, a little ace of spades or something, but it's going to be Ace with a little little pill here and there, if you will.
0: Yeah, and she dropping play dudes and whatnot in right. your absolute, yeah. in, <laughs> your ab- in your absolute, your aristocrat. Yes. Cranberry. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: And so then T.I. released a song. Um, what's his name of the damn song? I didn't want to play on the show, but it was called What's It's Come To. And in the song, he's kind of going against the allegations. Again, he's saying that it's not true. He said, go put your face and reputation on it. These kind of claims deserve more than anonymous, um, provocative conversation, don't it? So he's pretty much assuming or that these stories are not true, but at the same time, again, if you've been in a situation for so long, because, t- hell, R. Kelly said the stuff he was doing wasn't true but when you believe a lie so much and when you believe that you have to lie so much and that this is your life and you're invincible so because you had to lie about it for so long that it's embedded in your brain like i did nothing wrong i'm thinking that's what Tiana and tiny going through so that's why even looking at the uh, escaping the swv versus i was looking at tiny kind of crazy i'm like okay it's all these bottles of sorak around this building you all better yeah, wash I, your drinks yeah. And here's
0: it, the thing now, it is one thing to willingly, you know, go back to the hotel room with them again because you're thinking that you gonna, uh, I guess, uh, just kick it, <laughs> no <laughs> <pun intended>. kick. <laughs> yeah, you just kick it, you know, have a good time. But so, there, there's one thing to willingly go on your own, but then again, there is something different when you know, and even to have a drink, but again. Even, you know, there's something different when you are slipping something in my drink that I don't know about, or you're Mm -hmm. slipping something in my drink, obviously, that I did not give you permission to do, which then leads me to become incoherent, which then leads me to then, you know, engage in some type of sexual activity that was unwarranted that I did not consent to, then that is the issue.
2: Exactly. And he put, he put a whole new man to kick off your shoes and relax your feet for sure.
0: And potty on down to the SKB. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You're a
2: toe anywhere. But,
0: <laughs> but like, no, but in all oh seriousness. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: But all seriousness though, no, but this is really, uh, again, it it, is, it's has yeah, been up it's, for it's so it's long. serious. And it's very crazy. And it, having this happen like in their home, and it made me think too, like, where the hell were the kids at? Because again, you know, pressures took pretty much was the mother to these kids because you no know, tell so me what's your house we
0: don't i guess need better get this she just bad house not too long ago she better get her rooms ready because if your sisters and brothers gonna be coming and live with your ass Little airs because like you said you are y'all ain't got precious no more to take over so um need better get our house together did she just have a baby right it's, okay look so you better I, you better make some palace on the floor get you a couple air mattresses do what you need to do because it looks like your sisters and brothers go be i'm coming to live with you yes Man, she was dead did you see this that vibe that yes that's what i go <laughs> and the boy
2: where the, the boy where the people him? at
0: yes <laughs> but that's where you have it you just, yeah why do you say cut him off why did you continuously let him go all the go all the go all and go the fuck oh and embarrass the dog shit <laughs> out of you? Why you just say cut him off?
2: Right, because you can't do that. You can't cut people off your life. You and, you,
0: or just why you just say in the lab, period.
2: Right, just hit the S. It ain't that worth it that much? You trying to protect your family. She at the same
0: time. I'm sorry, excuse me. I mean, what do you mean? But you don't know exactly you know what, that
2: what it means. Me. Yes. yes, you're old enough to know. Hell, I'm really sure. How smart Eris is that little girl? I'm pretty sure she knows some shit already. So that's why I feel bad for the most, the two smart kids, because they're the two smartest ones, Major and little heiress, because they got these parents out here acting the like crazy plum fool in these streets. And they, it's like y'all don't even belong. Like, y'all. I feel like they're going to eventually, when they get older, because you see major attitude now, when you're looking at the show from the couple of seasons ago, he kind of don't want nothing to do with the family, for real, for real. He's, like, in his own little world. So he's going to be one of the ones that's going to, like, yeah. I don't know, y'all. And I can I can understand and why And then now. we
0: ain't even going to talk about Shekinah Joe right. and her
2: foolishness. Yes, and, Girl. and the way she had, you know, Tiny, you're not sticking up for your friend. That's why Shekinah had to come on live crying, talking about how you didn't have her back and stuff like that. So And
0: according it, to her, y'all was outside at the courthouse and you told her to say all that shit about right. um, Sabrina Peterson mm-hmm. and you you ain't say all that when you was helping us get the girls and all this right. so, uh, you know, but we all know she kind of ain't bright at all so it's right be whatever they say do mm-hmm. when they say do it, how they say do it um, you know, and again, then she told this story about she hadn't talked to them since 2014. Well, that's a lie because, um, <laughs> The lie tech determined. The lie tech test determined that was a whole ass lie, this bitch. We just saw you last year during the <laughs> pandemic. You and Natasha Scott up there with Tiny on this YouTube video doing quote unquote vegan cooking, making <laughs> vegan lasagna, and um eating the uh, asparagus fried rice from Uncle Ben's. <laughs> that was just last year and again even if that were true that you had not talked to them since 2014 do you think i'm gonna let a bitch that i ain't talked to since 2014 get you know convince me to go and, and make a public statement of, of you know basically taking up and defending them or whatever and they ain't talked to you since 2014 and according to you they stopped your damn bag
2: right something they, they
0: kicked you off the show because they say that you went around telling everybody you made the show they uh felt like you know that uh you know you were basically uh the star of the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: they felt like that uh you you pretty much was was getting all of the the full press and free promotion right basically, you know you were dimming their light so again You were the reason why, according to you, they stopped your damn bank. So do you think if I, again, if this were true, and I haven't talked to a bitch since 2014, you think that she going to ever be able to call me and then convince me to go down to the courthouse and make a statement on her behalf, defending her, and then especially over some allegations like this?
2: Exactly.
0: Okay. So, bitch, you more retarded than I thought you were.
2: (laughs) And and then uh, speaking of stopping bags though, so of course because of the whole situation, VH1 has hard to production on the TI and Tiny Family Friends and Hustle show. And what auntie- is,
0: um, okay, let me just go
2: <laughs> Look and I'm about to look, I feel bad. More Latoya, so Latoya. Latoya and
0: Monica, dude, what is y'all gonna do? Well Monica may be able to do a couple things here and there. And and Latoya well they didn't didn't cancel Green Leaf, so right. I'm, I'm about saying. to
2: say Latoya ain't gotta do Yeah, there's a source of income and I think that's why she went back to Tommy, but he didn't hear from me. So I think that's why maybe she had to dip back around. But Monica, she'd still be in the VH1 family though, because I did see on Monday, because it's very rare that I watch couples therapy right now or couples retreat, whatever it's called. So I did watch that on Monday. And, and um, no, that didn't come on Monday by fault. Black Ink Crew came on because that's the episode when Caesar was calling his daughter uh out her name and whatnot, and that's when the whole social Media <laughs> shit came, like, happened because she didn't wash no dishes. Well,
0: she um, <laughs> yeah, he beat beat the shit out of her. Yeah, she would watch a couple forks and glass yeah. and yeah. Some <laughs> bowls
2: on her. But they uh showed this new show that's coming on VH1, and it's about like I think it's eight episodes or something. It's gonna kind of be like um. What's the show on TV one that we um, watch that's a little scary at nighttime?
0: Oh, Fatal Attraction.
2: Yeah, so it's kind of like Fatal Attraction, but it's more of like in the Hollywood scene. So it's going to be stories about Black Hollywood or something like that, where just it kind of in the same vein of that show. So Monica's actually this have going to have to
0: do with, oh,
2: she's going to be hosting well, that's it. Right. So oh, okay. You know, her her man in prison still. So it gives her something to stay connected to the criminal system, if you will. And so this going to be a nice little show for Monica. So I'm I'm going to watch that. Nice little job. So she's still getting the bag. Can't say the same for Toya um, Bucket. Of course, also uh, Toya, she's still going to get a bag some type of way. So she's good. But again, I don't know. Then Taya was supposed to be in the upcoming Ant-Man, the boss movie. And Marvel dropped him from that. Yeah. So I'm guessing again, all this happened when they shot the that Rita Genius movie, and he was in that movie, um, on the TV uh, miniseries. So, of course, that was shot before the allegations came out. So, that's, I guess, and that's he the last actually, movie,
0: bro. yeah, and he actually had a pretty big part in that, yeah, yeah, and he did very well, actually. Right.
2: Right, so, so uh, and that's why he's been looking all I, scruffed out, all stressed I out Yes,
0: sir, if if you can't get, um, <laughs> what is it, ATL part two back up and running, I don't know what you're going to do, sir.
2: Right, not a damn thing, but be in prison. So, we're going to definitely follow the story, see what's going <laughs> on with them, because it's definitely um very serious out here in these streets with the Harris family right now. So, we're going to keep y'all updated on that for sure on this show, because y'all know we will going to keep y'all up to date on everything regarding that. Now, we'll on to another story. Um, one of the shows that we happen to watch here on FNL is posed on Sunday nights on FS, and it's in its last season right now. But y'all on the show. open up about something that he has been keeping a secret for the past 14 years. So when he was on Tamron Hall, speaking of Tamron Hall, so apparently uh, Dr. Ian Smith came on social media a few weeks ago saying that she don't like to have smart black people on her show unless it's something about some controversy or some bullshit. I was like, Tamra Hall. She got well, that smart woman shortcut. She don't seem like she want to be up for the shits, but at the same time, Keisha, uh, um, what's the name? Keisha Bottoms. Um, got she his... got
0: that same. Right. she got that Same haircut. You actually sometimes came not tell apart. Like right. Her Keisha Lance Bottoms and that one that was on the sister circle. What's her yeah, name?
2: Yeah, I forgot her name too.
0: was Rash... her name? Rashida Ali.
2: Something like no, that's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was someone no. in vain vein of that though. But
0: yeah, it looked like all three of them they just alike, but
2: yes. But um Billy Porter is fifty-one years old, uh, went on the show and he also did a um written essay and the Hollywood Reporter, and he said that he has been HIV positive for 14 years. So he said he felt shame about his 2007 positive diagnosis because he was of the generation that was supposed to know better. So he said the shame of uh, the shame is deliberating. The shame engulfed me. I had stomach issues for 14 years and nobody could figure out what or why. My stomach just felt like it was always in knots. It felt like there was a hand on my heart squeezing every day, all day, every morning. Shame is a destroyer. It destroys everything. So. It was good for him to come out because, again, in his underposed, his character, prato is positive as well. And he said that their stories are parallel and that he had the same response to his diagnosis as his character did. Uh, he said, this is the moment that I dreaded most. dodged it for years, and now my, the son of a bitch has finally caught up with me. Um, so he's saying that he wasn't just acting and that it was both his real life and the character. And again, it... He said, thanks to COVID, he was able to really reflect and be able to tell the story um, and just show a different image of HIV positive. Because, again, we see people, you think of when we look at Pose, how it was in the 80s and 90s. But now, even though there's still no you know real cure for it, people are taking their medications. They're living longer yeah, lives.
0: It, yeah, look at Magic Johnson. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're definitely living longer. So, basically, uh, you know... Um, like Reggie stated, uh, Billy Porter, you know, he states now that he is living in his truth.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: said it and for the first time he is telling his truth to the entire world. Uh 2007 was a hell was was a hell of a year for him. It was hell on wheels for him. Um he stated in February, he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Mm. Uh or the sugars as you know we in the mm-hmm. black community like to call it, you know, yes. mama, big mama and papa.
2: Big mama your own
0: yeah, and then in March he was signing bankruptcy papers and in June he was diagnosed with HIV Um, so just like Reggie said so when you compare this past Sunday's episode mm-hmm. of Post to the interview that uh, Billy Porter uh, had with the Hollywood Reporter you can certainly see the similarities um, yes. you know Billy Porter stated that he grew up in the Pentecostal church and those of us up in the Baptist and Pentecostal churches we y'all know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he stated he was shamed for his uh, feminine behavior, for his attributes. He was told that he would never be blessed. AIDS was God's punishment to him for being gay. He also stated, you know, again, like Reggie stated, he stated that this, uh, that that shame silenced him for the last fourteen years. Uh, he also stated that he that he stayed silent. For so many years, uh, or the reason why he stayed silent for so many years was due to the relationship that he had with his mother or that he has with his mother. You know, he stated that he promised himself that he would tell his truth after his mother had passed on because he wanted to protect her from the I told you so people of the world. The people that would say, uh, see that boy got that gay disease or that's what happens to, you know, that's what happens to And he said uh, he just can't have his mother go through that type of pain and anguish and hurt. Billy also stated that he started to uh, see a trauma therapist so that he could heal as opposed to how he was navigating through the world. Uh, Just, you know, living with this disease, not telling anybody it was eating him up. Um, He stated that he was able to share his truth with his mother. And uh, in return, she told him, that her love for him would never change because her love for him is unconditional. Uh, he also states that he was able to have an open and candid conversation with his castmates about his diagnosis, and now he is living. Um, now he's loving the skin that he's in. He's living his life unapologetically. And he is devoted to spreading awareness and educating others of this disease in hopes that his story will set the next person free. Now, I just kind of added that all at the end, honey, because that was my writing skills coming on out. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, You know, but again, definitely, like, a, like Reggie and I said, for those of you who saw last Sunday's episode of Pose, it is it is a parallel mm-hmm. Um pray tell story is parallel to billy porter's story yes. um and and i think that's i think that's dope again you know it, it's spreading awareness and mm-hmm. educating others on you know what it means to live with hiv what it means to take your medicine what it means to be compliant but also what it means to prevent and then also to prevent the spread of it to prevent from getting it you know period
1: Right. um
0: and again, this season of Pose, like Reggie said, it's the last season, but what they're doing, uh, they have been kind of, some of the main characters, they have been kind of telling their stories of how they kind of got to where they are. Mm-hmm. So again, last last Sunday was uh, Pray Tells, and then the Sunday before that was Electra's. So yeah. um, I'm assuming that we're going to get, um, I cannot think of MJ's. Uh, MJ Rodriguez, yeah, we're gonna. uh, Hopefully, we'll get to see Blanca's story as well. But Mm -hmm. you know, we all know Billy Porter for uh, his fashions and whatnot when you know they have the Emmys and the Oscars and the. the Academy Awards and and, and all those different things but we never knew Mm -hmm. um, that he was living with HIV and had been living with it for the last 14 years so Mm -hmm. it just kind (laughs) of shows how you know Again, life is all about, you know, you have these ebbs and flows, these peaks and valleys Mm -hmm. and how you just kind of navigate your way through life. Nobody ever knew that he was masking it. He was wearing it well, but Mm -hmm. he was hurting on the inside and he has his story to tell. And so now he's told it, you know, like he said, I I know that he feels like it's been a a very big weight lifted off his shoulder. You know, he's he's married. He's in a healthy marriage, a healthy Mm -hmm. relationship. You know, and and what more could you ask for?
2: Right, right. So, again, clap, clap, bravo to um, Billy Porter for being brave and just, again, just expressing that there's really no real face to what HIV positive looks like anymore. So that's definitely, you know, kudos to him for sure for doing that. Um, Now, someone that's been um, wrapping the wrong head on um, his body lately is mr nick cannon himself so you know mr mr turban himself is wrapping the wrong head if y'all can take what i'm putting down so um
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we already know that nick cannon is father to um uh, little moroccan and monroe his twins mariah carey and then he had another baby called golden that was three years old. Then he had a baby called Powerful Queen that just uh, was born uh, earlier this year. Now he is expecting <laughs> Now, Is
0: Powerful Queen her, her... That's her government?
2: Government. Powerful Queen. Um, okay. Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's trying to be all enlightened and shit with that turban on. So now he's expecting two twin boys with DJ Abby De La Rosa, who's 30 years old. And now he may be expecting a child again for the seventh time with this model named Alyssa um, Edwards. So she was reportedly suspecting his child, and she captioned her post on social media saying, Zen S. Cannon. And this, the reason that came out was because she had posted a picture uh, saying that she was pregnant and something of that nature, and someone said, it's Nick Cannon's, and she just put the heart emojis or something like that. So someone in the know pretty much put it out there, and she just pretty much confirmed it again. So and Nick- you
0: know, when mm-hmm. I saw this story, and then the story about usher raymond um possibly he has another baby on the way i just kind of was like this this just can't be true like these niggas know better <laughs> and again you know i'm not their mothers i can't tell them what to do i can't tell them where to put their dicks at you know but i'm like what
2: yeah if you ask me it's some hood ass shit to be honest like this is like some future type shit but and because Nick- what
0: we know about mr raymond somebody is still fucking home.
2: <laughs> talk about let it burn so i just nick cannon you don't i know Mariah right just thought i'm happy i'm not with this ghetto shit no more i got what eight more years with these kids to share with you real quick i can get through these eight years and going with your ghetto life because that's like nigga you really got all these kids you just sprouting these kids all up and through the united states right now and how that's going to look like all these kids Hell, you about to hell ghetto twins. Like, um twins born next to each other. You know what they call Ghetto twins. Like on uh, if y'all watch the show on Netflix it's called the Upshaws, which is really a
1: good show.
0: <laughs> and yeah, they um, got the kids all year. yeah. Did, yeah, that show is pretty good with uh, Ken Fields and Mike yeah. Epps and Wanda um, Sykes and Wanda Sykes, who actually is the um I think she this the was creator. her show. Mm-hmm. She was the creator and I think she's the executive producer. So um mm-hmm. It is funny.
2: Yes, but Nick Cannon. Okay, now you really wilding out in these streets. So, um, I guess congratulations. Orders to Nick's seventh yeah. child, and there will be more than like the eighth and the tenth before the year is out. Because who knows where he's been spreading along, laying it wide. So, um... <laughs> that powerful queen.
0: Powerful, powerful. queen. <laughs> and who is her mama?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one that had golden. So the other baby mama that had golden bell. Uh, Golden no, Golden Cannon. His name is Golden Cannon. And she's some model too. Jessica Bell or someone like that.
1: Okay. Yeah, So
2: I mean, at least I got the same mother but at the same damn time. Are you trying to be in competition with Future right now? Oh, goodness. We, we, but we shall see what's happening with Nick Cannon. I guess he got his job back at Wild Now MTV and VH1. He hosted the Masked Singer, but he can't mask nothing over his dick to protect him from having all these babies. So I don't know if he has some pregnancy pact amongst these people. But hey
0: <laughs> not their pregnancy <laughs> unexpected. Uh, like that, like that damn girl, yes, um, fifth generation of a teenage mother. We was like man, what,
1: what?
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. So and her
0: yeah. sister pregnant again.
2: Yeah, a mess. Um, speaking of a quick mess though, people, so there's this story that came out and it's been blown up on social media here and there, but it's more so internationally. So there's this um, Brazilian music star. His name is MC Kevin, and he was 23 years old, and he died after he fell from a hotel balcony this past Sunday. So apparently he was reportedly attempting to avoid his wife so she wouldn't find out he was having a threesome. So according to some reports, the authorities said that he was found near a swimming pool at the hotel, and the incident just took um, place weeks, before he had just gotten, uh, weeks after he had just gotten married to his 33-year-old wife. So they're saying that he um, there's cell phone footage of him in a hotel, and they maintain sexual relations, and they're about to get it on until apparently his wife found out he was at the hotel. And so he was fearful of the situation. And I guess he thought he was about to do some parkour shit and jump to another balcony real quick. But apparently, he definitely um, hit the pavement hard with that one. So uh, he jumped off the balcony to get to another balcony around 7 p.m., fearing that his wife would arrive to the room. And let's just say he was pronounced dead and he is um it's very sad. His widow said that uh, his widow posted a heartfelt message on Instagram saying you took you left and took a piece of me with you. You were always so incredible. It's not fair for you to leave like this. It's not. It's not. Well, I mean.
0: Well, did she know exactly what was going on? Because I don't think I'll be writing No kind of message like that.
2: No, especially with the cell phone footage coming out. And apparently, too, they saying that the wife and the side piece was about to get into a brawl over his dead body while he was laying by the pool.
0: Okay,
2: I'm like, what they're doing in Brazil? But hey, when you do stupid stuff, you win stupid prizes, I guess. So, rest in peace, sis, to um, um uh, MC I
1: Captain.
0: Should I just keep <laughs> oh Shout out to Adele. Oh
1: my Oh my goodness, okay.
2: (laughs) Hey, y'all think I'm bad. Uh, I
0: I would not be posting no message like
2: that. What? No. Uh, All heartfelt when he out here fucking around, you just got married? All right, now. Anyway, so moving on to what we're watching with FNL segment, people. So y'all know we love watching a lot of TV shows. haven't done a good show in a while where we just we've actually been missing some shows because good girls is actually moving to i think thursdays or something
0: is it i'm i I actually have it on now um i have missed like the last three episodes Mm -hmm. and i just kind of have it playing in the background um you know while we're doing our show but i have i have missed the last three episodes and you know again with my new position, by the time I come home, watching TV is kind of the last thing mm. I want to do. Um, but I'm an avid TV watcher. For those of you who really know me. And I think honestly it's kind of I think it's kind of an only child thing. Growing <clears> up <throat> as an only child, I didn't really have anybody to play with. So um I watched a lot of TV that, you know, is what kept me entertained.
2: <laughs> so now we got a lot more tv to watch this summer coming up because bet is forming the next big r&b girl group and when i say a big group i mean nine motherfuckers in one group now i don't know how it's going to work out
0: I, I i don't understand none of this
2: right so it's going to be each member or a few members each here and there from different girl patent song girl groups like 702 total danny decane 3lw black and cherish So the show is going to be called BET Presents the Encore. It'll premiere June 9th, and it includes eight former members from groups who had success in the 90s and 2000s, as well as the one solo artist, Nivea. I guess you need the job with all them kids you got as well. So in the 10-episode series, the singers will live together for 30 days to record an album at a home studio, learn choreography, and practice vocals like this is them making the band three all over again. So the cast will include Pamela Long from Total, aka as Wendy Williams will say, them total bitches. Um, then also will have uh, sisters Irish and Lamisha Grinstead from Seven Hundred Two. That one, Lamisha, the one who was then the- we didn't do a story on this too. I think we are on hiatus, but she was the one that was Daniel Holmes because her husband and son didn't want to, uh, in the house or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was.
2: <laughs> um, and of course, they're from Seven Hundred Two. Uh, Shamari DeVoe, who stays, want to get the check. She's um was in the group black, uh or and
0: black with a Q. Also, yeah, and she was also <laughs> recently on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I actually loved her on our Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. I don't understand why they did not give her a return in peace. She was actually funny as a bitch. Right. She stayed drunk as hell.
1: Yeah.
0: And better than Drew her, to be honest. <laughs> Yes, telling all her and Ronnie DeVoe business. Right. Uh throwing up on uh what she <laughs> <laughs> what she bought what she gave uh Eva that seventy dollar gift card for the day of that and she threw up on. <laughs> love, love her, love her, love her. Yes, yes. So um, so then, again, go ahead. Oh
2: Then oh, then, Aubrey O'Day is gonna be in there too, and then, as well as the two sisters from um um Cherish. The two twins, uh, Felicia and Fallon, and then also Keely Williams, Big, Miss, um, Broken Prometheus, and uh, of course, Nivea. So, this show is pretty much, y'all remember, there was a clip of a show that aired, it was an unaired pilot that came out from Mr. Carlos King himself, because he with the shits, and this is another Carlos King production. And remember, it was that snippet of Farrah Franklin, which I call her luggage, who's being Destiny's child, and they were going back and forth about who sold the most in groups, and Keely was like, you know, I was in. Cheated Girls and I was in 3LW I got platinum albums under my belt and Farrah um, Fair was talking about well I sold 19 million off and of Say My Name Alone well bitch it wasn't even your vocals on the song to begin with so I don't know how you sold that many units and you was only in the group for three months and they gave you your luggage and you just hit the roads back to wherever you came from so I'm, I'm here for the show, though. I'm here for the shit.
0: I, re- I remember that snippet, but like you said, yes. nine nine women, that's a lot of girls. Yes. I'm not sure if they supposed... I, I don't even know how you split nine ways. In a song. Uh, yes. We don't want to have no candy and, and Y.A. Morris type
1: drama.
0: <laughs> um, And so with this many girls, you know, you guys gotta tell us, now Reggie, who you think gonna keep the shits going? Who you think gonna be with the shits?
2: Uh, Aubrey, for sure. Um, Definitely, and Pam. Pam is, you know, very manly, very muscular, very masculine, and I'm surprised she got a chance to come on the show. Being that she's out with that man, damn man who's trying to,
1: <laughs>
2: who just trying to enjoy a peaceful marriage. He found love in a hopeless place in prison with Santoya Brown. He out here trying to just live right. And, and,
0: then out, and then she <laughs> came out. And then say that she laughed. Yeah. Which was the craziest thing. you know, speaking of, uh, they're supposed to be doing, we just got all off subject. They're supposed to be doing a actual movie um about Centauria Brown. So I guess it's supposed to be like a biopic um about what happened and and everything. It's supposed to be produced. I know one of the producers is Lala Anthony. I'm just hoping she's not gonna be acting. <laughs> but um <laughs> I, I got a feeling she gonna play. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that it, either she gonna play a youngest Victoria Brown or a, a oldest Victoria Brown. I'm hoping neither, but um, <laughs> I can't remember who the other producer is. But yes, I, I, I think I definitely think that that Aubrey O'Day is gonna be with the shit. She's gonna be messy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because a she's the only white person on the on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. She is
0: gonna have something to prove. Um, I can see Shabari being hit with the shits being messy. Um Keely, she gonna come with the shits. Right. So I I you know again, this is just I, I guess RBD was revamped, revamped, right. revised for uh 2021. So right. we're gonna see, we're gonna watch it. It airs, it premieres on June 9th on BET. So definitely we should see. And then I guess the other thing is in a group big as this. Who do you think is going to be the lead singer?
2: Right, because it's going to have all them personalities. Everyone, well, Irish and Lemisha weren't necessarily the lead singers of 702. Uh, Nivea was already a solo artist, so that's going to be kind of uh-uh, weird. That
0: girl is 702. What was her name? What was Mila. her name? Yeah, the one that had the baby back. Um, music music Soul Child. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah. so, you know, she's not in this situation, but I again, I think uh Again, that's gonna to be too much. Then it made me think about R&B divas and how Faith Evans treating them girls into doing a one album called R&B divas, and she was on the solo album cover herself, and her name on the top headline <laughs> of the album, and the only one to get nominated for the Grammy to invite them girls to the Grammy Awards at all.
0: And Yeah, <laughs> about They was doing it for Whitney Houston, you're
2: right? Lying <laughs> their face. That's why she was Stevie J now. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm actually gonna. I'm I'm gonna
1: we gonna keep. And
0: daddy had to cuss her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So you know, you hope that there would be no shit like this, but the, you know that is a lot of women that we here for all of the shit, all of the mess, all of the drama. Especially FNL with the Radio, team production. Yes, F and L Radio is is here for all of it. Um, you you think our Todd is gonna be part of this as well?
1: Well, who
2: knows? I don't know, but I. Carlos King, you did good with them TV one shows. So we're gonna see what you do with this one. But yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm excited to see. And you, this. you know he's also behind Love and Marriage to be yeah, uh-huh. so we to you know, what, we see what they gave too. us. Yeah, yeah so we're gonna be here for all of it. I just you know with that many women, I just mm-hmm. wonder who is gonna be the lead and right. who is gonna be bringing the mask.
2: And honestly, one of the girls too, Felicia um from Cherish, the um one twin sister. You really don't need the show, Baby Girl, because you actually just wrote on um, Justin Bieber's Peaches, that song, with your husband. And that song with number one is still in the top five on the Billboard charts right now. So you got a hit on your hands. So you're really only the one that's actually, like, making noise and getting the check right now. So, I mean, I guess, you know, you you had to go there for your twin sister, I suppose. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the show. So I can't wait to see it again. People are going to watch it on June 9th. As a collective here on FNL radio. Now, another show that is coming out as well, people, is Queens, um, which is the new Brandy and Eve and the Tory not speaking of through RW. I keep forgetting how the Keely Williams and that damn Adrian threw that damn oh, it was more so Keely though, threw that damn three-piece chicken <laughs> meal with the mashed potatoes and the um, macaroni macaroni cheese on the Tory. And then give her give her a bus take look back to Jersey. That's the saddest messed up mess up. But anywho, so that show has been picked up by ABC. Uh, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but they did cancel Mitsh. So I guess it's taking its place to make some room for this show for Queens. And which is gonna be thought it was gonna be like an empire type of show, cause you know it's a music drama, and we know how empire was. But this show actually looks a little promising. It was only a 30-second trailer that was released, but it looks like it could be.
0: I don't know, yeah, we have to watch know. it to see. Yeah, I'm kind of iffy about this one. Mm-hmm. I watched them, them 30 seconds, I watched it twice, right? To just make to sure I won't miss it. That's right. Again. I'm yeah. not sure about this, and then I think also, you know, it's going to be on ABC, so it's not going to bring the mess. It's going to give us, yeah, it's going to give us a little bit of mess, but not mm-hmm. the mess like we like it, not right. like P Valley mess. Not right. like... <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, you know, even Fox gave us a little some Right. We're in at least for the first two three seasons. Right. So again, I'm just not sure how this is gonna fare on ABC. You guys know I love 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 Randy. I mm-hmm.
1: here
0: I stand for her, but I'm not sure what this is gonna give us. Right. So we'll, we'll just be- need a little more. I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch the the first two episodes, but if it's not giving nothing. I don't, I don't know if I'm able to watch it. I, like again, I am all day, twenty four seven. Uh, brandy saying yes, but
2: same here. Yeah, even though she blocked me on Twitter, I still we stay.
0: gonna see. It. <laughs> we gonna <laughs> see if we can rock with it.
2: Yes, yes. So that'll be premiering this fall on ABC. So people, will, when the date comes out, we'll definitely let you all know. So we can all watch it as I to make sure. But again, ABC because Disney own network. I need a little more to see what's going on with this show. Like at least a whole minute and a half trailer, two minutes. Just to see what Queens is all about, because again, we didn't really get as much. Then y'all name, named the Pretty Bitches or something, and now y'all changed our name to Queens. as Y'all reformed the group because y'all used to be a group back in the day, and then y'all coming back together. So I'm interested in the storyline, but I just need to see the acted out and just see what's going on more with that. So again, we just to see what's going on with that. Speaking of trailers, um, I don't know why I felt like this trailer always out because this movie been supposed to have been out for the past three years, but I guess now finally since movie theaters are opening back up they're getting their wish to be in the movie theater instead of on HBO Max or Netflix or anything like that, but respect the Aretha Franklin movie, um, biopic starring Jennifer Holland Hudson and um, what's the Wayans? Marlon Wayans and what, Mary J. Blige is in the movie too, we saw her and who was in the movie? Oh, um I did not remember seeing I don't remember seeing Marlon Wayans I remember, um yeah, he played her husband
0: I, really, I remember yeah. seeing um and it could have been one of those things where I was like, oh, he looks familiar." and did know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, uh, I got a look at the trailer again. Yes, um, I do remember seeing Mary J. Blige and um.
1: Eyeball. If I'm Forrest Whitaker. if I'm
0: not yes, I was going to say if I'm not mistaken, Forrest Whitaker plays her father. He did mm-hmm. a whole lot better in this movie than he does in um Godfather yes. Harlem. Yes. Which I don't understand, but <laughs> I guess that's neither here nor there. It's not for <laughs> me to understand. But um I don't know. I don't know. And we Reggie and I watch Genius. Yes. Um the uh aretha franklin biopic uh that was actually on national geographic and i absolutely loved that yeah um i
1: think,
2: we got you know, all the of, Well, not yeah, all,
0: we them, all we got all we, we got we got enough we needed <laughs> yeah we got it we got enough and um what i liked is what i liked is cynthia revo i love i know a lot of people had um issues with her being uh a what is is she British or yeah, British.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: a a British actress playing um an American role. Um I did not see an issue with that and I loved every bit of her forming uh you know forming into this character, playing mm-hmm. uh Aretha I loved um, She Made Those Songs come alive. It right. made me go back. And I think I listened to uh, my Aretha Greatest Hit CD probably maybe a dozen times after uh, Our Genius went off. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I can say is when you kind of compare the two um, Respect now again we only got a snippet this was only a trailer. Mm-hmm. But what they show what they showed was um the singing for me genius there was a lot of singing mm-hmm. um and it was just a lot of songs like we expected respect to be uh one of the songs we expected giving him something he could feel to be one of the songs in the movie
1: mm-hmm. you know but
0: they played um songs like angel
1: mm-hmm.
0: um they played never loved a man um uh, they play rock steady it was just a bunch of those timeless hits that you didn't even think that was actually going to be in the movie right and so that's that's what i love um of course they showed the the um they showed the, the pieces of Amazing Grace. And mm-hmm. when she recorded that live with good old James Cleveland. Yes. Honey. So, <laughs> um, and when they showed the trailer to our respect, you know, they showed, you know, a piece of, of what she was wearing. We all remember um, Aretha's outfits in mm-hmm. Amazing Grace. So obviously that's going to be in there. But I don't know. To me, the trailer does just doesn't give the way Genius did. Right, and that's just my that's just my honest opinion i yeah. mean I, I like jennifer hudson but um you know Cynthia arrivo she brought it i mean yeah. that, that's just to be honest i did not have an issue with her playing aretha franklin mm-hmm. and like i said to me the trailer just didn't give the way genius did like i cannot wait for genius to come out right. when the trailer first dropped. like this i could honestly take a leave
2: Right, and I'm gonna tell you. So remember, I was saying it, getting over the fact that Cynthia looked like bevy Smith, um, but she, <laughs> but she actually killed. Like again, because it was a mini because we thought it was probably gonna be like two nights or whatever. So it was like, okay, we got the time for tonight. But it was like a whole stretch of a whole week. So it was actually really good because again, it was two hours every night, and we really got to see this formation of who Aretha Franklin uh, yeah, was as a her child. A deep
0: dad. yeah, right. into her
2: instead of just being a a two-and-a-half or two-hour movie. And again, the family didn't get involved with the genius version of it. So, of course, they had their feelings about that granddaughter picking it outside. Her and her two little friends outside with their IG live talking about we protesting this movie. If you want to go back to school or something. But my thing was this movie, with respect, of course, the families behind that one. So it's going to be watered down. We're not going to get all the tea like we supposed to get, like we got with genius. Or looked, yeah, I mean, we didn't even
0: know, you know, we didn't even know, like, um, her relation to Sarah Vaughn, not mm-hmm. that she was actually related to her, but she was a good friend of the family. Right. Um, we got to see a lot of, uh, Robert Franklin and his mischievous ways mm-hmm. and his, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah,
2: Aretha drinking him, and pregnant twice Yeah, a just baby. Him,
0: yeah, just him being a womanizer. Um it was it was a lot and Courtney B. Vance did a wonderful right. job. A wonderful, wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, you know, we gave T I be that as a we <laughs> gave him his props. But um the two ladies that play her sisters um, Carolyn and I forgot the other sister's name but it was I mean everybody did a wonderful job like I said that, that trailer for Respect just did not give the way um, Genius did now I'm not sure who Mary J. Blige is playing um, who Mary J. Blige is playing in the movie um. Who was <laughs> Luke, Luke James played. Um. Glenn Turner. Oh yeah,
2: Luke James. It was,
0: too. You know, it was just a star-studded. You know, cast. and, yeah, and everyone came. with are, their
2: shit. Everyone did. Yeah, what they all did
0: very well. But I was really. I love the music, and like I said, it wasn't just the songs that you that you you know that you mm-hmm. expected because they were hits. Right. But we're talking about um. You know, like I said, Angel. Mm-hmm. Um. I never loved the man. Rocksteady.
2: What else? Um it was, it was just so many. And they did it right, too. They played enough for the music, but then also it was enough acting behind it to back it up, too. So it wasn't too musical-ish. It was, like, really showing, like, her recording the songs or performing the songs or, again, doing the Amazing Grace film and stuff like that. So that's what made it stand out because it wasn't just, like, it just placed there, just be placed there. It was, like, there was a reason behind why the music was playing in there. And, again, City did a great job performing it as well. But when I look mm-hmm. at the Respect trailer... And that
0: was actually her vocals, yeah, actually playing. Yeah, had it. yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was great. I think I may watch it again.
2: Right, Tonight, right.
0: Tonight. Yeah,
2: and then ha- looking at the respect trailer, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I was looking at Effie White from Dream Girls. I just it felt like Dream Girls all over again. Yeah, so. that's
0: what it's giving. That's yeah. definitely what it's giving. So we'll but, see. And yeah, this is might... no shade. This is not a. Right. I need Jennifer Hudson. She's a great actress. She's a great songstress. But you know, we'll have something to compare it to. I just mm-hmm. hope it gives like uh like Genius did. Right. Love you.
1: All right, we might
2: have to take an FNL trip to the movies again and see this. Yeah, one. we
0: may just do that.
2: Yeah, so we, we shall see in August, people, when uh, respect comes to the theaters. And all speaking of Shy Town, uh, Shy is returning as well. And what season is this? Season four now.
0: This is season four. And it's actually mm-hmm. already up. If you um have showtime, time. I actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually saw it this morning, um, season four, the first episode. It's actually pretty good. Um, I'm not going to give it away, but it's it's actually pretty good. So um, you know, it's it's up already. If again, like I said, if you have showtime, just check it out. But definitely, um, <laughs> It's it has this it it has this funny moments as well.
1: Okay, but, okay,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm have to watch it tonight. Uh, since we got so much to catch up tomorrow, anyways. Well, I come on Sundays now.
0: So Pose comes on Sundays. Uh-huh. Good Girls comes on Sundays. Uh. Married watched, know, yeah, Married to Medicine. Now, I don't know if you watch Shards, but I do watch. Oh yeah, Shards of sunset. sunset. Yeah, that comes on at um eight. I saw that episode, and that is a mess. They kind of give the same thing every season. You right. know, they it's a big friendship group. Uh, one minute they they own, the next minute they off. Mm-hmm. The group is always divided. So, uh, MJ and Reza. Still had this foolishness going on. <laughs> um, according to Reza, MJ extended the um not the warrant, but the um order of well, protection. Yeah, yeah, extended <laughs> it for like two to three years okay. against uh against MJ's husband Tommy, but uh he wants to be friends with MJ. Like, how does that work? Right. Like, what does that like what does that look like?
2: Exactly. <laughs> okay, so That's definitely gonna catch up on that. Um, but again, people definitely—if you have some shows they've been watching,
0: Mike cheating on Paulina, that girl, yeah, (laughs) just the same old foolishness. Yeah, got her baby now. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's the girl? Uh, 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 what what was the girl that was? looking for her daddy last like, oh, yeah and the mama the mama didn't want her to um that old girl with that the what i crazy wig. yeah
1: she, I cannot
0: <laughs> think of her name right now but um she done moved next door to Reza. okay yeah she done moved so she could just keep up a bunch of drama and mess mm-hmm. and then that guy Nima. He, um, you know, hanging out with, with Mike now. Mike then, he claimed he done put his house on the market. He then um, got him an apartment because he want him and Paulina to start, you know, what Paulina is he states that she lives uh, in close proximity to her ex-husband's family and so until she actually did well until she actually I should say estranged husband because they are not officially divorced so <laughs> until she gets a divorce he basically um, moved out put his house on the market moved into an apartment because once Paulina gets her divorce he states that they're going to start a new and buy a house and all this foolishness so uh
2: yeah so catch up with that sh- shit's there but I'm really oh and for- Godfather,
0: Godfather, yeah, Godfather. Yeah. also comes on Sundays as well oh and yeah I was, yeah, but I typically that comes on typically the new episode is up like 12 o'clock midnight Sunday morning so I will probably watch that tonight actually in a few minutes
2: yes yes and then also I'm really waiting forward to next month people we're a month away from the premiere of um, the new season of uh, Real House of Potomac so I can't wait to see what, what shit that's going on in our backyard here in the DMV because y'all know they're gonna bring it, especially the grandom herself from Surrey County and over And then um, if
0: I'm not mistaken, I've been seeing they keep I've been seeing these headlines about Karen's wedding. So I guess yeah. her and Renee renewed uh, her and Renee, her and Ray renewed their vows. Yeah, I their guess vows. Uncle Ben,
2: you know, he was he wasn't too happy with her last season, so I guess he... I guess he, he, uh, unless she puts on his drink, I don't know. But
0: something (laughs) must have went down at the wedding because they keep saying um everything that I've saw says something about um Karen's explosive wedding. So shit must have went down, and I heard they have a new um I guess housewife that I guess somebody that's going to replace Monique Samuel. So
2: yeah, so. Can't wait for that. Actually, wait. can't wait for that trailer to come out, which should be out soon because again, a new season premieres next month. So the trailer should be out very soon for that. But um yes, everybody, we definitely have talked about a lot tonight. So we definitely thank you all for tuning in and listening as usual. Um, again, because I am still banned from Twitter, but I have my backup, the doc report, so you can follow me on the doc report on Twitter and at Mr. Document R D O C um, mr underscore doc on instagram um also follow monique at cookie love 1980 on twitter and bad news doll 89 on instagram and like us and follow <laughs> us on instagram i mean um facebook my bad facebook people and all that good stuff and continue to listen to us on apple podcast spotify anchor and iHeartRadio, and google if they still around somewhere out in these streets but um Yes, people. Um, Make sure you treat your friends good and um, <laughs> don't hide the audits from them.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, if they ask to see the accountant, they ask to see the books, just go hand and let them. It makes life easier in the end.
2: <laughs> but we do thank y'all for tuning in, people. Don't bust people's heads with bottles.
0: Use your words, people. Use your motherfucking words.
2: And wear your damn mask, too, even though people out here lying that they vaccinated. So, we will check y'all next time here on FNL Radio, everyone. Y'all have a good rest of y'all night, day, whatever it is, where you at, and peace.
0: Good night.